Hello and welcome to the Winging It podcast, episode 37, travelling with Stuart Howison. Stuart is a friend of mine who I met uh, many years ago and we travelled in India together for nearly three months and we've been keeping in touch ever since and he's here to discuss various trips that he's been on, including India. So Stuart, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks James. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, looking forward to this. It's going to be... Uh, a decent chat, I feel, and um, we've had a lot, of, lot to catch up on on travels. Um, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, remember thing of um, yeah, the old days. It was good old days. Yeah, what was it? Not travelled for ages, right? But at least two years. So, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I think I mentioned you earlier. I've, I've not took a flight in uh, like a year and a half now. Crikey! Actually, so yeah, stuck yeah, sort of stuck in the UK, dying to get away again. Yeah, for us um, it's a bit. I think we're both the same. We're just itching to get away, aren't we? Like properly yeah yeah but yeah it was um yeah it was a good five years ago since we were uh, since we were in india together God, yeah. wasn't it five and a bit or six even yeah i think it was january 2016 yeah time that's nearly that's nearly six years of, oh bloody hell that's nearly six years there, isn't it? <laughs> shit the bed um that's a depressing thought <laughs> um we'll talk about india in more depth in a bit um but where are you now you're in brighton right yeah, we're in Brighton now. Yeah, so we've been in the UK for sort of the last, um, well, actually, um, well, three years. Yeah. Three years. Um, did a year in sort of Scotland, trying to sort of figure out life a little bit. Yeah, I remember that. You're just like milling about, weren't you, in Scotland? I was, I was, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we've been, in, we've been in London. Well, we were in London for a year, and then we've been in Brighton now for about six months. And it's a cool place, Brighton. like it? Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, love it. It's um, different feel to London. Uh, a little bit more relaxed, mm-hmm. close to the beach, obviously. And um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you can obviously catch the train to get back up to London when you want to get you know back in. But um, it's nice to nice to be by the sea. You know, it's you know, it's very relaxed. The people are very open minded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, great place. Yeah, I give a I do give London a bit of a bad rap on this on this show because. <laughs> I lived there many, many years ago. Does. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like you, I think a lot of people do their stint, I don't know, two, three or yeah. four years in London, and then that's it. Um, it's yeah. a great place to visit, like if, you, if you're in Central and there's so many places to see and things to do, but to live there, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, to visit. I mean, so many people say, I mean, such a good place to go and visit, but then such a good place to leave from. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, at the same time. Um, you know, to live and work there, it's it's good for a sh- well. I, I feel it's good for a short time, but um, um, you know, the long term, it is it is good to be able to get away. You know, do enjoy taking yeah. the train going out of London. Yeah, I think you get sucked in. I think to the the craziness and the busyness of it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you sort of get on the cycle of things and gets quite addictive and. You sort of get used to the you sort of get used to the busyness and the rush, and all of a sudden you find yourself, um, you know, running 100 miles an hour, and you you, just, you know you need to sort of you need that sort of time to get away and um, you know sort of you know, relax, recuperate, yeah, before going back. But um, yeah, it's um, it's it's different. You know, it's certainly different to being abroad. <laughs> yeah that way. second that um yeah <laughs> the grass is definitely greener <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, so I guess some people are scared of leaving it, but it, it really is much better than what you experience there. Yeah, sure. I think it becomes harder to leave. I think once you're there and you build up um, friends and and um, obviously your career as well yeah. as it's sort of people that are in London um, have their careers and you know have their lives in London, so it's, mm. it does become harder to leave along you stay. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, I kind of get that. Um, it's just staying in the suburbs is just a bit difficult, isn't it? Like, how on earth do you, if you want to buy a house, how on earth do you just try and save money and have the, the right income to even think about progressing in terms of a property? It's just a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, property prices are uh, continually going up now. I think even more now with the with the inflation that's sort of kicking in it, kicking yeah. in after COVID, isn't it? But um, the thing I've always found difficult with um or london or the uk in particular is the salaries compared to other countries yeah especially other countries that i've worked um it may not even be the salary that's better abroad but you definitely get more of a package Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i think as a whole i mean tax is a bit better abroad it seems and uh, i think just on the whole you seem to be left with more money in your pocket at the end of the month than you would in london yeah, I totally agree. Um, have a better lifestyle, better, better quality of life. Yeah, living abroad. The, the UK has a ridiculous amount of extras. So let, you, know, you, you get your salary per month, you pay your rent or your mortgage. Then you whack on top council tax, TV license. I don't know what else it is. Road tax, your road insurance, uh, your car insurance. All this extra stuff comes in. Gas, electric. I'm like, Everything. it's it's hard to track, isn't it? Like. As an example here in Vancouver, you pay your monthly rent, let's go rent for example, and that includes heat and water and electric and all that. And then the electric, even though it's included, you do have to pay a little bit extra on top. Um, it comes through like automatically from the people who do it, the hydro company, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there's nothing else to even worry about in terms of your flat. It's just obviously your internet is extra, but yeah, UK, there's, there's too much to track. Yeah, there is, there is, and it certainly, um, yeah, certainly erodes all your income anyway, and it's difficult to save um, a substantial, substantial amount yeah. to, you know, even to, even to go on a, even just to go away traveling for, 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 you yeah. know, a month, two months, three months, if you wanted to, um, you can get away on little sort of city breaks. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's just, yeah, that's why they're so popular. Mm um that you're or something like that you know it's about all you can afford really you know so um um no it's good but um you know i think we're both the same we both get quite itchy feet Mm -hmm. we both sort of traveled a lot and we both uh, i think the more you travel just as the more you stay in london the more you stay where you are but the more you travel you seem to you seem to get used to that and again it becomes a little bit more addictive yeah, I do look back like I don't know how I saved money to go traveling last time in the UK. I have no idea how I even accumulated that much money. Um, so, yeah, because I wasn't on any decent money at that point. I was probably on a pretty basic wage compared to now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think we both have the experience of, and we'll come to this in a, in a minute with Australia, that we worked abroad um, and can see what you can potentially earn for doing roughly the same job in a different country. And you're like, well, I can't get that back 
in UK. So why would I go back to UK and earn way less? So it's it's a real yeah yeah quandary really of what to do. Yeah. So when you are traveling and working abroad, the money that you're making, it's almost paying for your next trip. Yeah. Away. So as much as you'd like to go away on another trip, you've you've also you've also got the money in your you know left over in your bank account mm. at the end of the month to you know put aside for that for that you know that few months here after your stint working yeah 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 um but talking of work work visas and working and stuff i think we should go to i was gonna start with india but that, let's go to australia because we're on the on the subject of this um we've both done working visas in australia uh, i think i'm right in saying we both love the place um yours yeah. is more recent than me so you went in 2018 yeah yeah it was the year of 2018 we were there um where did you go yeah. like what, what was your plan yeah we loved it yeah myself and my girlfriend um yeah we did the full year yeah. um where to start obviously start at the beginning um we um we started in <laughs> perth actually um yeah we had a couple of weeks in uh, in perth uh exploring the area yeah um, hired a camper van we went down sort of southwest of of, uh, of Perth, I don't know how well you know Perth, but there's Margaret River. Yeah, yeah, I was there for six months. Yeah, on my visa. Yeah, yeah great little area. Um, yeah, yeah, great for wine. Yeah, Scott came. Scott came down to see me actually. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so Scott is Stuart's brother. In case you're um, wondering if you recognise the last name, who came on about twenty episodes yeah. ago. So yeah, Scott came down to visit and caused a bit of carnage down there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so, stay yeah, for a day, but you stay for two weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Got stuck into the goon lifestyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the good old wine. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Easy, all yeah. the great wines available in Margaret River. You've got Devil's Lair. You've got all these, like, House of Jacks, all these, like, vineyards. Yet we're there in a hostel. It's boozing up on goon. It's a pretty, pretty sad <laughs> state of affairs, really. Well, when you're on a budget... Yeah, it's all about budget, right? You never stop saving. <laughs> uh, yeah, you and Scott are pretty similar with that. Like, yeah, it's all about the budget. <laughs> Me and Scott have had many conversations about budgets. Like, oh, if we save this per month and don't spend yeah. that, we have this amount for for Asia or whatever. But anyway, exactly. yeah, back... a prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, we uh, after Margaret River, we went down to Esperance. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, which, um, yeah, which is really nice. I think it's a, may even be a national park down there. Yeah. Um, in the southwest corner. Um, we were thinking of driving all the way across from there to Adelaide. To the Nullarbor, across there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The straight That's road. Really yeah. Yeah. But, the Nullarbor. Um, but we decided against it in the end. Okay. We thought the, pep we thought the, the petrol would be... Um, uh -huh. You know, basically, would you know, flying would be cheaper. Yeah. So yeah, we ended up driving back to Perth, and then we flew. Um, and then we flew out of Perth to uh, Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. We went there, and um, yeah, we stayed with we stayed with friends in Melbourne for a couple of weeks. Um, mm -hmm. The New Year. This was yeah. this was part of two thousand eighteen. Um, and then we, then we uh, rented a flat actually um in the south bank in melbourne and we stayed there for a good few months um absolutely loved it just on the river right um by sort of like south melbourne ish area right 
Yeah, if you're familiar with a casino. Um, <laughs> um, I am, yeah. <laughs> now, um, but anyway, yeah, it's a big casino um, on um, um, on the South Bank there. So we stayed in a nice, really nice apartment actually, just just next to, you know, just just sort of overlooking the river. Actually, actually, you came mm -hmm. and stayed with us when you were there. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did actually, didn't I? Yeah, we were supposed to have a um, crypto ripple stake, but the crypto prices crashed at that point. So, um, yeah, oh. I came to stay. Right. Yeah, I do remember now. Yeah, that was that was a story of my um, <laughs> of of my entire year in the Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should go into that because it's a bit depressing. Right? Following crypto every day, isn't it? Yeah. And then just slowly, slowly getting worse and worse. <laughs> And no matter how much I save day to day, it just wouldn't recoup my losses. No, no. Let's let's not talk about ripples. Yeah, <laughs> save that for next time. But um, but anyway, now back to Melbourne. It was um, it was really really good. Um, yeah, loved it. We were there for well, obviously for New Year in January, February, March. Um, so it was the it was the back end of their summer. Yeah. Um, uh, the tennis was on the Australian Open. Yeah, we went to that. Night. But it was just lots going on. It was just a really, it's just a really vibrant city anyway. And to be there in, you know, in the sort of end of the summer, mm -hmm. it was great. Um, um, Alice and I both found work quite easily. Yeah. As well. So it was at the beginning of our trip. So we weren't too sort of desperate to work, but it was nice mm -hmm. to have it. We just sort of, we, we took sort of, um, you know, part-time, part-time work. Yeah. Um, so managed to save a little bit and, um, but that was, you know, that was great. Um, after after Melbourne, we we took a trip to Tasmania. Oh, nice! Yeah, well, I've never we actually been there. No. Yeah, it was great. We went there for about ten days and hired a camper van. Oh, dream! Yeah, well, one of those um, wicked camper vans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it easy <laughs> to like to start up to camp a campsite, or just book in advance? Uh. No, I think we just drove up to, yeah, we just rocked up basically. Yeah, fair. Yeah, we got an app on the phone which um, which mapped out all the campsites that yeah. were available. Some uh, some we had to pay, yeah, but most most we most uh, were free. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, because they they don't like you just parking up on the side of the road. Yeah, free camping in our parks. So yeah. we tried that once, and we got we got a knock on the window. Sort of oh really? Oh wow! Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there are a few times when you sort of get to that point in the evening, you like you have a look on your phone, you're like, oh, where's the next campsite? And you're like, oh, you know, probably miles away. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll just try and you know this, you know, this road looks quiet. Let's just go down here and, and then. <laughs> um, and who then who came to knock on the door? Was it the police or was it uh, like a local? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I think it was park police. <laughs> <laughs> well, as in they just go around looking at roads if anyone's parking there. Yeah, just, I just monitor. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But um, to get fined? No, we didn't. No, no. As long as we were on our way pretty quick. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They give you a five-minute warning, really. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was great. Yeah, we yeah, we basically toured all you know, all around the island uh, of Tasmania. Yeah. Um, took in all the sites. Uh, couldn't really give you any names to be honest, off the top mm -hmm. of my head. Um, I know Hobart was the capital, yeah, uh, which we flew in in and out of, and we stayed there a couple of nights, which was which was really really good. 
yeah um i think i guess tasmania is known for its um nature i guess right it's quite a desolate place in terms of towns right it's quite a bit of a small place yeah it was beautiful to be honest it was it was a lot like the south island of new zealand oh really okay which you would think just you know they're quite similar you know similar looking obviously quite you know um you just just by looking at the map you would imagine it to be quite similar Mm. um and they are they are it's just it's just a sort of a mini like a mini new zealand really um but it was great it was great it was um you know very green and mountainous yeah um you know some great some great sunsets on the west coast okay yeah the west coast looks a little bit um uh, not as busy as the rest like you got um franklin gordon wild rivers national park and then the southwest conservation area as well and national park yeah um yeah the east was very busy that was i think i think that was the main tourist route yeah okay launceston in the north yeah and i think a lot of people would would fly in 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 and out of one or the other you know hobart or launceston and they would just travel up the east okay it's like a coastal road right up there yeah yeah it's a coastal road nice Um, yeah but we just did the whole loop around but but the west was the west was really nice but a lot more remote yeah um a lot more untouched um so yeah i would i would definitely recommend tasmania yeah i think i think we do want to do a road trip there but i guess this might be a stupid comment to make but you have to fly in right because you can't get a bridge or a or ferry across can you um i think yeah you can get a ferry okay Um, right yeah um yeah you can get a ferry from melbourne um i think it's an overnight ferry it's not a probably not a pleasant ferry (laughs) no no, i can imagine that straight being a bit of a yeah um but yeah it's a good sort of um say 10 11 hour ferry i'd I'd imagine yeah it's nine to eleven hours yeah 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 you can take your car so you can obviously drive around the island um but then after after tasmania we actually um i think mainly with the money that we saved in in melbourne we treated ourselves to a trip to japan so we went to japan for one month yeah nice and, um, uh, we've done so the, the same idea would yeah. Be to, yeah so the idea would be obviously be there in the spring for the sort of cherry blossom and mm-hmm. um travel all around i mean that was that was that, that was really good for anyone that's been to Japan. So, you know, know what I mean. But um, yeah, we did a um, a one month rail pass. Yeah, I've mentioned this before in podcast that it's it's definitely worth the um, the value because trying to get one place to another just like on the bullet train is probably more expensive or just as expensive as getting a pass. So you may as well get a pass and then have the freedom to maybe go to another place or just get the three or four week pass. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, really good, really well worth it. And um, we went everywhere really on it. We really um, maxed it out. We were we were on the bullet train uh, every two or three days. Okay. Where was um, your highlights in Japan? Would you say off, off the top of your head? Ooh. Tokyo is obviously a great city, isn't it? To start with. Yeah, but it's almost too big. It's a little bit like London. You sort of yeah, go huge. There. You didn't know where to go. You sort of see the you see the the handful of top sites yeah you're like okay yeah but um but unless you really know where to go or you've got or you have a local taking you around mm. to the more local spots yeah um, it's almost a little bit overwhelming 
and it's busy as well and you're a bit like you're a bit like a deer in the headlights yeah we um <laughs> we didn't really we had a few plans but yeah we kind of arrived and just thought oh we'll just book this hostel and then yeah we done the sites and tried to figure out the, the metro system and stuff like that but yeah i, I can see it's a it's a metropolis and it? it's huge yeah huge. i mean we we started in um we started in osaka um, yeah and I'd been to Japan before, so I knew how good um, Osaka and Kyoto were. Yes. Because they're only about 20 minutes apart. Yeah. And um, so that's where we spent the first, um, probably the first week, really, mm. um, was just between there, you know, between them, them two. And they're both really good. And Kyoto's got all the, we've got so many temples and um, it's just such a nice, nice town. Yeah. Yeah, um, and Saka's was just like a mini Tokyo. Yeah, it's very, very, very high tech. And I found Osaka a bit. Uh, no, I don't know if it's because of the timing, but I found it almost more overwhelming than Tokyo. Oh, really? You know, like you know, Tokyo is yes, it's built up in terms of like buildings and streets, but there's an underground system. When I got to Osaka, I was like, bloody hell! There's like street level, underground level. <laughs> stuff going above me i'm like where the hell? all chris and cross each other I'm like where the hell do we go here and i think we got to suck on the last few days of our trip and i think we just needed a break from that like craziness and i think we probably should have ended with like kyoto or something where it's a bit more chilled um yeah but Osaka yeah. looks great i'd love to go back and actually do it properly i think yeah definitely um yeah you need to do your research beforehand because otherwise you because you feel like you you, know, you want to see everything and if you're only there for a few days you, you're trying to cram everything in and yeah you're trying to rush around from one point to the next and um it's nice to just kick back and and relax i mean we we went um to other highlights we went up to uh sapporo oh yeah we, skiing area yeah i mean like we went through nikko obviously after tokyo which is north of tokyo probably a couple yeah. of hours yeah um, and there's quite a few sort of temples. It's quite a quite a popular spot to go for for mm-hmm. temple, um, and it's countryside as well. So it was it was very nice. Um, but uh, but up in Sapporo, uh, they still had snow there. Actually, this was this was in April. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and you know, that was you know, that was incredible. Really, it was really really nice. Um, it was a little bit bleak because it was okay. still. It was still sort of harsh winter up there, really. Yeah. We were in April. Um, did you? Um, I guess you went skiing, right? Or did you not? No, we didn't. No, no. no. <laughs> didn't manage to go skiing. We went to an onsen though. Oh, they're a dream, aren't they? They're the best things ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I would say Sapporo was my highlight. Uh, okay. In Japan. Yeah. 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 Onsens yeah. are just uh, again for people who maybe not not aware they're kind of like uh baths where you're sort of sitting hot like nice thermal hot water um totally naked and um, yeah, it's a natural hot spring isn't it and yeah just get together and, um, yeah obviously separated yeah. male and female obviously um you, you're not mixed yeah, yeah yeah um yeah the problem is emma i think we said before on this podcast that emma had a bit of a problem because she's got tattoos on some of her arms oh, um okay. and they're really really stripped or quite wary of tattoos because it represents um, gang culture in in Japan. Um, so they're kind of banned. You know, if you've got tattoos, you're not allowed in. 
So it's actually quite a task to find one that allows that sort of thing. Um, right. yeah, we did, that. yeah, we did find one, uh, a, re a really nice one in, in Tokyo as well, just north of Tokyo, but um, it was great. And yeah, just a, a bit of a tip there, if you've got sort of tattoos on your arms or legs, or basically anywhere across your body, um, you, put, you should probably declare it because if you go in and, and don't say anything and then you get all your clothes off and you walk in, you've got <laughs> all the old gentlemen there that are sitting there with, with their tea or whatever. And... Yeah, then you have to stand up out, out of the water in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you've got tattoos. You might get yeah. a bit of a look. So um, just worth bearing in mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good tip. Yeah, just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see anyone with tattoos actually while I was there. So yeah, maybe that's one. Um... But yeah, onsets are great. Like, sit there, stay, I think you can stay as long as you want, right? I think you just pay yeah, a fee yeah. and then you go in. It is hot. So, you mean, you, you, you sort of stay in there for maybe 10 minutes and then <laughs> you have to sit on a rock or something just to sort yeah. of cool off. Yeah, yeah, but it's so nice. I mean, it, you know, it was, you know, it was snowing at the time we were in there. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. As well. So, um, and, and there's little monkeys as well playing in the trees. And Oh, God. Um, so, it was, it, it was really nice. I think, I think, I think, really, Monkeys and trees that will come to that in India, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, haunting me. I mean, yeah, I think we'll come to that story in a, in a fair bit, but carry on. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think if you go more off the beaten track, um, off the tourist route, then you can find some really nice uh, natural springs. Yeah. Um, you know, in Japan. So um, I think I think Japan's got a lot more to offer if you if you do if you want to stay for a bit longer or if, or if you want to get off the you know sort of get off the beaten track a little bit yeah, yeah I, I i do agree i spoke to someone at my work here um who i work with in vancouver and she's from japan and i asked her oh you know where'd you go she goes oh just don't go to the main cities i'm like ah oh. it's basically what we did like we went to all the main i mean four weeks might sound a lot but it's not because you're cramming all the stuff in japan there's so much to see and do so we went to classic like tokyo osaka kyoto Nagasaki, Hiroshima, Nara, where the deers are. Oh yeah, we did all that yeah as well. Yeah, Kobe as well, and south yeah, of. Yeah. And then you feel she's like, like you everything off, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and it, and by the time you know it, you're done four weeks, even on a bullet train. So, if I was to, uh, we will go again. We're gonna go more of like like you say the less tourist route, and maybe go up north on the main island because we didn't go further north in Tokyo. So like, yeah, yeah we're gonna go up and finish the rest of that island maybe, and then go to the the Sapporo Island as well but um yeah I think it's worth seeing the other stuff as well as the main sort of hot spots yeah you always feel under pressure to uh, tick off all the main spots mm. and you as opposed to just say if you're coming to the UK for a month and you'd be like oh, all right I want to go visit visit London and then all these other places you'd, you'd be rushing around whereas yeah as opposed to just saying right I'm going to just visit the islands in Scotland and just go up to the northwest coast and just yeah just do that or or just go down to the southwest and go and spend some time in like Devon and Cornwall or the Cotswolds or something rather but when you're trying to do everything you sort of you don't quite um sit back and relax and, and sort of enjoy enjoy the time as much yeah I think uh yeah we've done that in Japan and then we flew to Nepal afterwards to meet Scott and before starting the trek, we just kind of did chill out a little bit. It's like, oh, it's just going to, was knackered from Japan, really. It's just, it's yeah, full on. Yeah. Um, but it's such a great country to visit, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably it's probably one of my favourite countries. Yeah. Uh, you may ask me this after towards the end, but um, yeah, I, yeah. Between New Zealand and Japan, it's it, it's um, yeah. The people are so nice in, in Japan. They're so friendly. Oh, yeah, um, one of the best. You know, you you just you always feel like you're not being nice enough to them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, we had some like random people that just talked to us, like have breakfast or on a not a night out, but like a few beers in the evening, just trying to get to know us really. Um, yeah, and I kind of wish, good... yeah, kind of wish I spoke to them more really. Yeah, it's such a good culture. Yeah, as well, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it was it, it was great. So, um, but then you know after after Japan, we we went back to Australia. Yeah, and and we flew into the Gold Coast um is it brisbane? brisbane yeah that's where we flew from yeah okay cheap yeah, flights yeah. in there brisbane or gold coast up to japan real cheap exactly run a budget yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah constant theme right <laughs> <laughs> um always always on the lookout for a cheap flight um no uh, yeah we flew back into brisbane we spent a few days there it wasn't too much going on um by this point it was um it had been sort of May, May time. Yeah, we sort of hung around Brisbane for for a few days, and then we sort of then we sort of worked our way down the coast. And the idea was to get get to Byron. Yeah, Byron Bay. Um, so we yeah we sort of stopped you know Brisbane Gold Coast um, um, and then Byron. Um, now we stayed in Byron for for about I'd like to say six weeks. <laughs> Bloody hell! Maybe, no. maybe, yeah, maybe even two months actually. Um, wow that's a heavy place yeah <laughs> it is yeah we, i mean i'd been there before previously because i think I, I went with scott and yeah you know, friend before and um so i knew you know i knew what it was like and it was quite a sort of a chilled uh beach town and it was quite a relaxing place to spend yeah um you know the winter actually because it you know may june it's you know it's, it's the winter in australia so we we wanted to stay away from Sydney and Melbourne, mm. you know, the south, the south part. So we wanted to try and hang around in the north. Um, we wrote off Cairns actually because I'd been to Cairns before. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't bother with Cairns or Darwin. Um, so yeah, we stayed in Byron. We 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 started off in a hostel for a couple of days, um, and we thought, right, you know, let's look for a place to rent, and we'll just stay as long as we want, really. Yeah. Um, we were needing some money though at the time. Because we just come back from, you know, say Tasmania and and uh, Japan. Yeah. So we'd spent, you know, we'd spent a fair bit. Um, so so yeah, we found we actually found a place um, to rent, and it was above a gym. Um, okay. And it was, um, I think, probably quite a few backpackers had stayed there, but it was it was like six rooms above a you know above a gym. So you know, the guy who owned the gym was the only the. Um, you know like let the six rooms out um but he wanted us to sign a six-month contract yeah so, i don't know where this is going yeah go on <laughs> yeah i think i've told you the story before but yeah we we basically signed the six-month contract and we placed the deposit down but we were sort of under the under the understanding that we could just almost just leave when we want and we would just forfeit the deposit yeah um but anyway we'd um so yeah we start you know staying in this in this place and you know it's great it's above a gym you know so you can go to the gym each day and all of a sudden yeah let's try and get healthy and you know 
the weather was nice. We've got the beach just just there. We've got nice cafes and yeah. bars and everything going on in Byron. Um, so yeah, sort of loving life. And um, but then you know we couldn't find a job, so we're out asking you know in all the in all the bars and um, sort of health food shops and that you know <laughs> if they're looking for anyone and obviously no one was looking for anyone. It, it was off season. It was it was like the winter, but it was still fairly busy. Mm. Um, but yeah, we couldn't find work. Um, but so, so we're like, right, well, we can't stay here too much longer. We really should try and get back down to Sydney. Um, so we, um, yeah, we stayed there for about six, six weeks in the end, you know, spent most days on the beach walking around, but like, um, we thought, right, we're going to have to try to leave. We have to try and get out of this contract. So, so we approached the guy. Now the guy was like an ex bodybuilder and obviously he's in the gym every day and, um obviously he sees us coming and going and obviously we never speak to him and everything um and i said you know you know we're actually you know we're sorry but we you know is there any chance we could we could sort of break our contract and because we'd uh you know we can't find work and we'd, we'd like to we'd like to leave um and he, he got so angry with us that we'd obviously made this commitment to him to sign a six-month contract yeah and um yeah it was just um I think he just must have thought, obviously, we've just crossed the line, you know, for him, you know, you know, for his, you know, his morals. Or, <laughs> um, obviously, because we've committed to the contract, he's obviously um, annoyed. So we think, you know, what, you know, what we're going to do, and basically, the only way we could get out of it, because we saw him there pretty much every day. Mm. Um, even even his staff members were sort of there and. They could see everything. We literally had to walk through the gym to go, you know, to get out. Yeah. So we couldn't actually walk out with all our bags and stuff. It'd be like, oh, you know, excuse me, where are you going? Yeah. Um, and at that time, we obviously knew we were wanting to leave. So we literally we had a week where we uh, we hired a locker at one of the hostels in town, and then every day when we went to the beach, we would we would fill our day bag up <laughs> with our luggage, and we just took a little bit of luggage every day. And uh, basically, filled up our bags in the in this host in this hostel locker, um, you know, to the point where it took us about a week to get all of our stuff out. And um, and obviously, when we did, obviously, it all worked out okay. So we managed to leave that last day with our beach towel, yeah, and uh, and a few little last things in, in our passport and everything in our pocket. And um, yeah, yeah, just left. But um, yeah, then we managed to fly fly down to Sydney. Did he ever so, like? Did he ever? I guess you heard nothing else from that, right? He didn't try and find you, or I don't know. No, I mean he was get he was getting very angry that. Um, I mean, we only asked him if there's a chance that we could we could mm. end the contract because things weren't working out for us. You know, we're terribly sorry. Um, but he just got so he just got so annoyed that we'd that we'd basically broke this commitment. Yeah, which is kind of understandable from from his side, but he did overreact. Yeah, um, the same same time. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, we left. We forfeited our you know deposit, and um, which we'd already we'd already budgeted for anyway. Oh, um, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, and then we got yeah we got down to Sydney, and um, yeah, that was uh, that was it really. But uh, all in all, we had a good time in Byron. Yeah, angry gym people yeah. <laughs> can't find a job. It is a great place though. Um, yeah, yeah so very hippish, very laid back. I don't know. Yeah, for job wise, I have no idea what you'd do, apart from like services, like restaurants and bars. But 
I don't know yeah, what industry's I mean, down there. I think for us, we've got no experience working in a bar. You know, we're not baristas or, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's like, um, yeah, basically, yeah. So it was just, it was just wasn't any jobs for us, really. So, um, yeah, we just had to just, um, unless we wanted to clean dishes, I guess. But, um, you know, we thought, no, we'll, we'll leave it. So, um, so was Sydney your last stop before leaving Australia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we spent the last six months in Sydney. And I guess you're working there, right? You must have been working there. Yeah, that, that was when um, we both found sort of proper jobs, really, I'd, I'd say. That was yeah. when we were obviously like we worked part time in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, when we got to Sydney, it was like, right now, let's, um, we're going to spend the last six months here. And, yeah. um, and uh, um, you know, both find, you know, both find work. So, so we both found work quite quickly within within a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, obviously, you turn up to Sydney, you know, a couple of days in a the hostel. Then we look for apartments. Yeah. Found an apartment within a few days. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah, found a job a couple of weeks later. And um, yeah, that was it. Really, we we spent the last sort of six months living in living in Sydney, which was great. Um, what um what area did you live in in Sydney? Uh, we lived um, just uh, quite close to Paddington. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, which was just which was just south of um, the CBD. Oh, right, nice. But really, I mean, there's so many nice suburbs in Sydney. Like when I'd been to Sydney previously, I think I only really stayed in the Six Centre. Yeah, and um, you know, you see, you see the bridge and the Opera House, and you think, oh, okay, I've seen Sydney now. You know, let's move on to the next place. Um, so I didn't really think much of it, but. Um, actually going back and actually living there for say six months was mm -hmm. was really good and exploring all the all the suburbs um i worked at a golf course actually in the north of north of sydney okay yeah so i had to, I had to travel through when i was working i was only working sort of three or four days a week yeah um but it was um yeah it was great just to see then explore the northern part of sydney with northern beaches and little suburbs and stuff but it's a it's a really really great place very livable mm -hmm. um, yeah it's an awesome place great. yeah so much nature around the city and so you've got the water and the beaches and it's just incredible if you think about it right? even the east bit like you've got obviously the classic bondi but if you go south to like bronte beach cloverly beach coogee beach uh, i guess manly somewhere in there as well all the way down to like maruba marubra like that is yeah like, just a great location to like live because it's just the beaches down the road it's great mm. weather. The city's not too far. You were in there, um, Randwick, weren't you? Uh, that's when um, when I was, yeah, in Australia for a year, my friend come to watch cricket with me, the Ashes. And yeah. we stayed, yeah, like a week in Randwick, which is where the uni is. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we weren't too far from there. Oh, okay, right, just down the road. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, such nice areas you know, all around there um so so vibrant and uh so easy to find work yeah well um the money's the money's really good mm -hmm. um everyone talks about how expensive sydney is but you know the money is so much more so much better yeah um, that's the thing of australia isn't it the, yeah the, the wage is better yeah, people, than the costs yeah i mean people go there for a holiday don't they and they come back and they talk about how expensive a you know pint of beer was um or their taxi from from a to b but then you know if you're actually earning the aussie dollar yeah 
um, you know, it's um, it's so it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think we because we I did come and see you in Sydney. I think uh, we, I think we went for yeah, breakfast. Um, um, and then no, that was that was Melbourne. Was that Melbourne? Was it? Nah, yeah. not at Sydney. No, Melbourne. We went to St Ali, which was by the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. But I, I think I met you in Sydney, did I not? No, I didn't. No, maybe I didn't. Um, ah, I, I thought we went for breakfast in Sydney, but I could be wrong. No, I think I, I went for breakfast in Sydney, but I recommended it to you actually thinking about it. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I got, I got this wrong. Was I was it the breakfast place in Sydney. It's not called that. It's like it's, I don't know what it's called, but I remember going for breakfast and we found it. I was like, oh, I'll tell Stuart this because he's gonna be going to Australia. I think you went there uh, like years after. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think you were there just before you came to Melbourne to see me. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and you had this breakfast in Sydney. Yeah, you told me about it, and I remember. Yeah, I went to that breakfast place and then obviously took a picture of the breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, incredible breakfast. Oh, I yeah, can't remember I what it's that. called now. I think it begins with T, but um, yeah, it's off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah that's right. And then I come and saw you in Melbourne and we went to some trendy places like Set Ali Cafe and um, a few yeah. places in South Melbourne to go for coffees and breakfast. Yeah, the coffee's just incredible in uh, in Melbourne in particular. Oh, yeah, um, it's one of the best. And I, think I was never that into coffee before, before mm. my year in Australia, but I mean, even it's just started the addiction now and then. You know, yeah. So, you know, uh, spending a year out there drink, drinking coffee all the time is just um, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> the beach. not as good as it was as, uh, <laughs> over here as it, as it was out, over there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I wasn't into coffee until I went to New Zealand. So um, when I saw you um, during New Zealand, because I, I was in New Zealand at that point, yeah, I was like, wow, yeah, like I'm, I'm into coffee now. We went to for a few coffees, so. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was great times. Yeah, and it's cheap over there as well. It's cheap in Melbourne. It was only it was only you know a couple of dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's the same same price it is in pounds, really. Um, but yeah, while we're in Sydney, we we went to um, we took a trip to Ayers Rock. I done that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've not been there. It's on the list. Yeah, that was yeah, that was really cool actually. Um, it was much better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did the whole um. The whole tour around Uluru, yeah, um, as rock and and the camping out, you know, the camping out under the stars and that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah it was really good. And it's one of those trips, you know. It's quite often the people that you meet on the trip and the people you you spend the trip yeah, with. True. Are the yeah, true. People that make it. Yeah. Um, so we got quite lucky, and as we have with pretty much all the trips I've done traveling, you never really you never meet people that you dislike or everyone sort of gets on with each other and everyone's quite so open-minded and yeah i've got a interesting story from india about that which i'll come to oh, so yeah. if I can rekindle your memory about a couple of lads that we met in delhi but um yeah we'll, fin- we'll finish australia and we'll go to india so on the whole you spent a year uh done quite a few places tasmania uh western per- uh, west australia south australia as well up to, I guess, Northern Territory, I guess, Uluru's in, right? And then New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, New South Wales, um, Sydney and that. Um, is it Victoria, Melbourne? Yeah. Um, yeah, the only sort of New Territories bit with, oh, oh sorry, not New, yeah, it is New Territories, isn't it, in, um, in Northern Australia? Northern Territory. 
Yeah. Northern Territory, New, Ter yeah. New Territories is Hong Kong, isn't it? So, um, yeah, the Uluru uh, Airs Rock area, it, that was only just um, sort of maybe four days. Uh, and then we were back to Sydney. But this but this was towards the end of our trip, really. We just... Um, yeah, finishing off, right? Yeah, but then then we then we finished Australia and um, came back to London via via Bali. Yeah, we, we had sort of ten days in Bali just to, right. Yeah, to stop over. Yeah, and, and sort of relax from 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 the year in Australia. <laughs> yeah, that all, all, all that hard work. <laughs> <laughs> you sometimes need a break from travelling. It, it is a thing. Yeah. And the work's easier in Australia. I tell you, the, the work's a lot easier in Australia than it is in London. Oh, I miss it. Yeah, Australia. Oh, I've experienced has the best work-life balance in terms of what they offer and money and time off and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, people definitely um, work to live in Australia. Yes, in London, yeah. people people um, live to work. Live to work. That's hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. Yeah, I love Australia, and we are planning to go back. I think late next year, and we're going to do some road trips like you did. So, I think we're going to do Western Australia top to bottom and we'll see if we drive across the Nullarbor to Adelaide not sure yet but Tasmania is definitely on the list and then we we'll, might see some of the east coast but um that's our rough plan yeah I would recommend uh, Tasmania if you haven't been there that, that would definitely be um this or the number one place to go yeah oh, okay yeah yeah that's a yeah. top tip from Stuart there there we go yeah. love it right India let's get to some good stuff uh funny stories now before I forget you well, this was back in 20... 2015, was it? 16. 2016. Yeah, okay. January 2016. I was like, right, I quit my job in December. Start of January. I was like, right, new year, new trip, new place. Um, just need to get away. I travelled three months in India. I don't know how long you travelled for, but coming to meet you... Well, at the same time, I think. Yeah, roughly the same time. Yeah. I, I literally arrived there a couple of days before you. And Scott had already been there... For a while, right? Before that point. Yeah, he'd been there a couple of months, I think. He I think he mainly did the south uh before we arrived. Yes, that's it. He's a uh, safe north for us, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And yes, yeah, so we both arrived beginning of January, didn't we? And then yeah. We did three months trip. Yeah, and I I remember first meeting you at the airport. I've, I've met you before this in Norwich, but um I met you at the airport and straight away, like, oh, can we go to Cafe Coffee Day and get a coffee? And I was like, Oh, that's not very really Indian, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but you were the coffee in, in aircon, I think. So um that's the first thing I remember from landing in India. But India was like heat, dust, busy, like whoa, um, straight into it. Yeah. But yeah, we then obviously stayed in Delhi for two, three, four nights, whatever it was to, to guess climatize and plan our trip. Yeah, I've still got no idea where this was in Delhi. It's in house cars. Okay. It's an area called I'll, house cars. I wouldn't be able to point that out on a map. <laughs> it's actually quite I've done a bit of research it's quite a nice area it's um you know some politicians stay in the area and it's quite um middle quite safe middle upper class yeah very safe and we stayed okay. at this hostel I think it's called was it called Crash Pad oh yeah yeah Rings Bell yeah and it's a few things that happen in this hostel um first I know you said that you meet great people on the on the trip and that's true very rare you meet um I don't know what you call them really wrong'uns or whatever but yeah, do you remember those? Do you remember those two guys, the British guys, who were given um, someone at the hostel who's American a bit of, bit of not I wouldn't call it banter, a bit of abuse about being Trump supporter, blah blah. blah. And then they nicked that guy's rickshaw. Do 
you remember that story? I don't remember that at all. To be honest, I don't remember much from those few days. <laughs> okay, we'll come to that in a minute. Okay, so this, yeah. these two guys were, I think you might you might have been um, away with the fairies at this point in, in the room, but we're upstairs and they were just like being quite horrible to this American girl at the hostel. And then anyway, they start kicking off and people were just like not into him and like turn the sharp, blah, blah, blah. Next morning we get up and we hear, we hear this rumour that they got, they got kicked out. I'm like, oh, what happened there? Oh yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, apparently they the night that night went out uh, on the booze, a bit boozed up, and nicked some guy's rickshaw. And we're driving around Delhi or something, something like that, and oh, yeah. uh, drove back to the hostel, made a load of noise, and then I think the owners then kicked them out. Um, but yeah, I, I guess you don't remember those guys, right? They've cut no, the British lads as well. They were ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're just a bit, couple of idiots. Um, yeah, but it does. I know they do ring a bell. To be fair, um, but I think I think maybe the first day was quite calm. Um, we'd we'd been yeah. out on um, sort of general walkabouts. Yeah, and uh, we. I think I think then it may have been that second evening where we all of a sudden started to meet a few people. Yeah, a few people in the hostel, and or we'd been out with them in the afternoon or something, walking around. Yeah, one of the sites or something. Um, but, yeah, then, um, we, then we came back, had a few beers, but you had some tea, right, with some stuff in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought this was all quite innocent, and, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I could see why the um, the girl didn't want to have it herself. Oh, did she not? And, I thought she was sharing it, like, to drink with you. Yeah, well, that's how it turned out at the beginning, wasn't it? So um, I just drank it quicker than quicker than she did. So um, basically, yeah, it was um, yeah, it was some sort of tea, wasn't it, with some bong in it? Yeah, some bong, which is like a is that marijuana, right? Yeah, so um, we'll get on to the lassies a little bit later. But the yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, yeah. Like a yogurt and... Yeah. Um, but this is, yeah, it's like cannabis and spices and things all sort of mashed up. Um, but yeah, it was, it was made into a bit of a tea, wasn't it? But um, like, yeah, like with all edibles, you, the sort of, <laughs> the effect kicks in, doesn't it? After, after about, about half an hour. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I had this, I had this tea and it was, yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah, because we had a couple of beers beforehand, didn't we? But then she didn't seem to like hers. So she sort of she sort of gave me hers, and I just sort of drank hers as well. Right. Um, yeah, and then about half an hour later, um, all, the, all the you know the, it started to take effect, and <laughs> and it was one of those we were all just sort of sitting in a sitting in a circle, weren't we? And I just all of a sudden just just started um, started hallucinating, and I just started, um, and I was just I was just sitting there going, oh no, you know, what's 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 happening? Um, but it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Like yeah. Normally, it, just sort of, it, it levels out and settles, and you kind of get used to it. But then it just kept getting worse and worse. Um, but um, yeah, and I was just sort of sat there, just sort of just looking up at the stars, and I just um, <laughs> that was I, it. You know? I, I, mean, I was like, right, I think I need to go and just lie down because I'm. Uh... <laughs> but you you were gone for a few days, I think, because I think the next day we we're doing some know. like more more sightseeing, and you're like, no, I'm gonna stay at the hostel I think and I remember like saying morning to you and you looked 
just a bit paranoid and a bit like, oof, like um, I was completely gone for yeah. for a, a good two three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I mean, like I came out because we like we still had um, we still had things on the agenda, didn't we? Uh, of things we wanted to see, and I was yeah. the one was going to stay in the hostel all day. Um, so I did. I remember coming out, but I was just I was literally having to hang on to the I was literally hanging on to the walls and. <laughs> I was just I, I couldn't walk straight I was just like oh no I just need to sit down and um but yeah I was completely out of it I was, I was, I was completely in my own head yeah 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 and um, I I just remember I, I you love you laugh looking back now but I remember just looking back at you I think you're sitting on the top bunk and you're like no no James I'm, I'm done I'm, I'm gonna have to stay here and chill out for a bit I'm like okay mate you're like, not shaking but like just out of it I was like whoa what what, what hell was in that tea? Well, my mistake was climbing up to the top bunk because I yeah, get back you're on top bunk. bunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was stuck. I was stuck <laughs> until I could at least climb down the stairs. I should give you my bunk, really. I think I was bottom bunk. Um. <laughs> yeah, you did on a future occasion. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> I think when I really needed your bottom bunk. Um. <laughs> um, but no, like that time wasn't as funny as the other time because that time it was, it was almost, I was almost like so out of it. I was just like. <laughs> and I think it was probably funny for you and you and Scott and anyone else. Um, but the real funny time was when we were uh, together, and I'd already knew what was coming my way when you didn't. Oh, so this is in uh, Varanasi, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we had some uh, some la- uh, bang lassies. So lassies like a yogurt, right? Yogurt drink. Yeah, yeah. It's basically um, it's basically a milkshake, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's the bang mixed with yogurt and. A few other things, but it's it's mixed into a flavored milkshake, and it's um, <laughs> yeah. It's it interesting was... that you knew what was coming. Yeah, I I remember going there. We're sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, would you want small, medium, or large?" I'm like, "Oh, medium's fine. Absolute wrong decision." <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely smashed that medium lassie down, and I think yeah. I was, was really the... wanting to because I because I, <laughs> I knew what was coming, and I was being quite cautious. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, no, you're, I was like, you're getting it this time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I, I think it, it, kicked, it kicked in a little bit later, didn't it? Because it we did. were in the bar drinking and then we managed to walk to a restaurant and sit down and actually, and it, we're in this rooftop restaurant with a cage above us, monkeys climbing everywhere. Yes, yeah, in a tree, right? In a tree restaurant. Yeah, but even getting up to that restaurant was up a really narrow... Don't remember stair. that. Don't remember it. Oh, it was like it was about five stories up, and it was a difficult walk up and down. Yeah, like, I so, I was gone that point. I had no idea at that point. Oh, but um, I remember I remember just sitting across the table from you, and, you... Uh, and I could just see I could I could just see <laughs> laughing. I could just see it just taking effect slowly. And I was there's, like, oh, there's I was a like, few yeah. points because it just makes me laugh. There's there's a photo of us in that Lassie flames. And I think you put a comment on the on the photo on Facebook or something saying, oh, James, do you actually remember this photo? And I don't really remember that. I think it's just starting to take a little bit of effect. But in that restaurant, from what I can remember, there's a couple of phases. There was the laughing phase. And you were sitting opposite me. And every time I looked up, you were looking at me. And I just couldn't <laughs> stop laughing. You are just like, just kept making me laugh. Like, you know that giggles you get. I just so I, I look up. I'm giggling for like two or three minutes. I'm like, right, get, get myself together here at restaurant. 
And then I thought, right, surely Stuart's like eating food or doing something. I look up and he, he looking straight back at me again. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gone again. And I kept yeah. laughing. I was trying to make you paranoid, to be, to be fair. Well, that came afterwards. So paranoia <laughs> came afterwards. That was the next phase, paranoia. I was like, where the hell are we? Why is there monkeys around trying to get in the cage? <laughs> what was that noise? Why is there still the smell of death from the river? All this going on. I was like, right, okay. And then the next phase was I felt sick. And then I think that's what I was like, Scott, I've got to go. He's like, what? Yeah, I'm going. He's like, oh, God. So I think we all then left. But I did not yeah. remember anything apart from a brief stint trying to get through that market. Um, but other than that, yeah. I don't Because we had to else. get the tuk-tuk straight back, didn't we? And the tuk-tuk driver was obviously weaving his way through all the cows and the dead bodies. Very <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. And then it was more enjoyable for me this on this occasion because I was a little bit more sober than you. So, um, we got back to the hostel, and and naturally, you think, Oh, it's like 11 or 12 at night. But I think Scott said to me, Now it's about 7 pm. I was like, Well, I'm going to bed. So, um, I laid in my bed and I zonked out in in literally two seconds. I was gone. Yeah, did you stay up after that thing? I don't remember to be honest. To be honest, I I was probably only. I was only probably slightly a bit worse than you were. So, um, yeah, I was probably wasn't too long too long to bed after you, to be honest. Right. Um, I made sure I gave you the top bunk that, on that time. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I have no idea what happened. I just remember waking so you up. you couldn't get out in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, that was our shared experience in Vanassi, which is quite interesting. It was quite an interesting place, wasn't it, Vanassi? It was, it's so unique. It's unlike anywhere else you'd ever go in the world yeah people get there to die right so yeah uh, it's a very well obviously spiritual place but it's quite eerie this is a few different emotions yeah do you remember the sunrise boat tour yeah vaguely i i I do remember yeah um walking from the hostel it was walking obviously obviously morning was sunrise wasn't it so yeah um yeah i do remember it vaguely yeah. yeah, we walked um, down to the Ganges River and got on a boat with an Argentinian girl, Scott, obviously, and Val. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we are on a boat, and I don't know if you remember, but the, the sunrise over the Ganges was pretty incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like, it it's a very colourful place, and you see the lights that are on for the darkness, and it all sort of transcends into that like, daylight, and it's a pretty, pretty cool thing to see. Yeah, it's just... Um... You know, it's just the buildings or in general in India, you know, all the temples and they're all, you know, it's, it's all marble, um, yeah. stone. And when the sun shines on it, it, everything goes, the light changes. It's, it's all, you know, like you get like a pinky sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's just nice. And even, even with all the pollution, you know, the sky is very hazy. So it, yes, it, yeah, it creates different colors in the sky. And it, so when the sun's low, it, it just looks really, it just gives a really nice sort of sunrise sunset yeah crazy place um because people go to burn their bodies there by the ganges and then i think the ashes go into the river so i think i think the guy in the boat was like oh do you want to take a dip into the water now nah, mate i'm just gonna sit on the boat and watch people do that because yeah. god knows what's in that river but um yeah you can dip in and, and get good luck if you want to i think that's the whole aim of it but yeah, you're better yeah. off going in up, up by Ricket, 
up by Rishikesh, aren't you? Up there, you know, further upstream. <laughs> yeah, talk about all the dead bodies. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's go there because that, that, that's a keen place I want to get your your thoughts on. Rishikesh was a pretty decent place, wasn't it? Up in the mountains at the Himalayas, pretty much the start. Yeah, uh, yeah. To be honest, looking back, because I um, just thinking just before we spoke, we spoke. Obviously, you were going to ask about India, and I was thinking about um, the place we went to, and I think that's that's definitely that was definitely my 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 sort of highlight of the trip. Um, yeah, you know, I, I love the place. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It was just 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 in the foot of the mountains. You got the Ganges. Um, assuming it's the Ganges anyway, running. Yeah, I think it starts there. Um, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so it's just so just at the foot of the mountains. Um, really nice. Um, obviously, big into yoga. What they down there is very yeah. Um, Again, yeah, very hippie. Describe it really, but yeah, very very hippie. Very um, a lot of a lot of travellers there. A lot of yeah come, come to stay for a couple of months at a time. Yeah. Um, a lot of people come to India purely just to go to Rishikesh. Yeah, I think got a Beatles um, ashram there. I think we went there for a day or afternoon. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a spiritual place, and people you get these classic in India. There's this classic generic traveller, which is like probably got dreads. They're probably from Britain. They're trying to find themselves in yoga pants. They're pretty much yeah, all Rishikesh. Yeah. So it's that sort of vibe, real cool, laid back vibe. Yeah, the travellers would only get in India. Yes. There is yeah. definitely a, like a type of traveller that you would only you would only ever see in India. Yeah, or um, Nepal to an extent. Yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also we had a great hostel because I, I just remember Rishikesh. Great sleep. Like we had an amazingly comfortable bed and hostel. Um, yeah, we did, yeah. We, we were like to sleep in like 12 hours a day. Um, yeah. I remember I, I had about a food poisoning there. Ah, remember that rings a bell yeah oh i was i was really i was, I was really bad actually there and um yeah i remember um i also had the top bunk as well which didn't help yeah i had top bunk as well um <laughs> <laughs> but, no it, it was great i mean even just those those cafes um because it's, it's mainly just a high street isn't it yeah. and you've got obviously you've got buildings on one side and you've also got buildings on 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 the river side um and they're almost like little tree house Yes. Um, everything's like a treehouse, uh, bar, restaurant, cafe. Yeah. And, um, the one in particular that we, we, we go to quite often. I can't remember the name of it. It's called uh, Little Buddha. Little Buddha, okay. Yeah. And we, I think we went every day. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to have a, have a coffee and a, um, a view. A dosa or something like that. Yeah, just sort of sit in there. They play really good music as well, don't they? music great great comfy seats like sit on the floor with cushions they also do like world food so it's not just indian so you can get like i don't know a sandwich or something like that right um very popular yeah. place yeah i think we start to come regulars in there with that um do you remember that crazy australian girl that was in our hostel dorm um she i can't remember her name there's always a crazy australian girl isn't there? Every, every, everywhere you go <laughs> but she yeah, I think she's trying to bankrupt with Scott for a bit, but um, yeah, she's like just get naked sometimes and just like very loud and I don't know, a bit mental. But she was part of our group um, for a while. Um, but she yeah, was funny, there. Like when you're traveling, you do latch onto people, or people latch onto you, don't you? Quite. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, for a few days at a time. Um, I got some uh, sitar lessons there. I remember that. Uh, I sort of wandered off for a day. 
like an arrow a day across the bridge, you know, the bridge across the river. It's got monkeys oh, yeah, on yeah. it. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate monkeys. I'm like, right, let's get across. <laughs> like, ignoring the tourists, like, got monkeys on their back. I'm straight through. Um, yeah. This guy was teaching me sitar. Um, but because I played guitar, it's kind of similar. It's just a few extra strings and notes. But I don't, I don't think he quite grasps that I'm picking up this quite quickly. So what he was giving me, I was like, oh, yeah, I can just do it now. Like, I was playing it. Um, yeah. But that's pretty cool. Just to learn another instrument. That was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then we watched um, um, Arsenal, Leicester. Remember that? In the Cafe Coffee Day. Yeah. I think we bought like one or two coffees just to stay there for like seven hours and watched a couple of Premier League games. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we always used to bet on both teams to score, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Back in, double back. our travel fun. <laughs> yeah. Back in the yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> on Winning Hill. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that Rishikesh was well, a cool well, place. Yeah, I, 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 it's a highlight of mine, I think. Yeah, it, it would definitely be one of those places that I would go back to if I was to go back to India and think, right, you know, trying to remember where I went last time and think, right, try and plan a trip. It would definitely be the, definitely be the um, up there on the list. Yeah, what about, um, did you enjoy Darjeeling as much? I actually really liked Darjeeling. I thought it was a great little place because we'd done that trek, right, with Scott and that Danish couple. Yeah, the only thing about it there, it was just cold. Yeah, um, it was. It's bloody freezing. Just underprepared. Yeah, for the, same. Um, same. I think if, if we'd gone there with the appropriate gear, if we had proper hiking boots and even just a warm fleece or something, I can't even remember what we were wearing, but wasn't enough. We were just. Um, <laughs> it was just it was like yoga pants and <laughs> and. <laughs> Rishikesh and like, is not as cold because it's lower. I think Darjeeling is much higher up. And yeah, that hotel we stayed in was freezing and the hot water didn't work. And I was like, oh. Oh, do you remember the, um, do you remember the coach ride or the bus ride up to Darjeeling on that little zigzag road on the side of the mountain? Was I sick or were, were you sick? I, I was definitely sick on one of them. Um, I'm not sure if anyone was sick, but it was just, um, it was just hair raising, wasn't it? Uh, you, you're literally, I don't know, you're, just inches away from just yeah death, aren't you? you just you know there's quite a few days in india that are like that you, you sort of you, yeah you sort of you finish your day and you're like oh i was quite lucky to make it through today you know, <laughs> you know whether it's a bus ride or whether it's you know um it's not like it is in the uk you just sort of take it for granted don't you yeah yeah they actually absolutely <laughs> blast up those hills don't they bloody hell yeah, yeah. i do i do remember that on the and way up was a bit scary like oh yeah but, you know last week um you know, the group died on this on this coach and you're like oh thanks for telling me that yeah you know, i can really see this happening now yeah. um but um yeah even even actually when we after we did our our trek so we did this trek um the singalila yeah. ridge trek yeah five day trek along the border of nepal and india and kanjanjunga the third highest mountain in the world yeah, yeah it's along the ridge of that yeah so this was starting from darjeeling wasn't it yeah and um, yeah, we was because we'd allowed maybe a week in Darjeeling. We were just wondering what we what we should do, and then we stumbled upon this this trek that, that was quite common and popular. Yeah. So we think, oh, let's do it. Yeah. Even though we didn't, we were so ill prepared, weren't we? Yeah, massively. Um, that was a tough um, trek. <laughs> I've done a few treks in my time, but that was a different level. Like um, it was cold, snowing. Um, do you remember that? Do you remember that group that we met? 
it must have been on the third night, like that big massive group of old people, not old people, older. And they were changing their route because it was actually too tough for them. And these guys would meet up every year and do a trek around the world. And then we sort of said, no, we're going to, we're going to carry on. But um, yeah. yeah, it was tough, wasn't it? Like it's just cold, long days of trekking, not much visibility because it's raining or cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. It was really tough, wasn't it? Um, I think there was a point we even left you behind at one stage. We're like, James isn't going to make it. We'll just, <laughs> but he's, but he's sitting in a, He's he's comfortable. He's comfortable just sitting there on a rock. He'll just leave him there for a bit. And he'll catch yeah. us up. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it, I think it must have been second or third day because it was snowing at this point, and the, the terrain wasn't yeah. too bad. It's actually like normal steps. Like I wasn't like uh, stepped up like in terms of upstairs, but like it just slowly went up. But it took its toll. Like the the, the couple oh. of days trekking, the, the weather. I just had to stop every five minutes. Yeah, it was just freezing. I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. And even in the evening, when you'd stop in your um, um, I forget what they're called, not like a bothy, but like a, you know, your your sort of digs for the night. Yeah. Um, the buildings just aren't designed for the cold. No. There's no insulation, and right. you know you're, you know you get into bed and you're just as cold as you were, um, standing outside. So you're sleeping in, in all your jackets and everything, and you know you. There's probably no hot water, so you, you don't quite have a yeah. shower in the morning to warm yeah. up, and everything's just no like, you, have a, you have a little cup of coffee, and then you're back on it again. Yeah, do you remember the night where we stayed at the army camp, and um, like it was in the middle of nowhere, and I was gone. Like we arrived there, I went, got changed straight out of my like hiking gear into new clothes, well, old new clothes. Got straight into bed and didn't come out the rest of the night. I was gone. I was mentally shot. I was like, oh, this is too tough. <laughs> and then next morning, our guide cooked baked beans. Remember that for breakfast? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, this is, a, this is like heaven or something, because I can't, I can't believe that you're <laughs> offering up baked beans in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it is quite good to, to like push yourself or put yourself through those situations. So, you know, mentally yeah. you're, you're on the edge, aren't you? You know, you're, you're either really like so cold and you can't see any way out and then you know you sort of over you know you always overcome it yeah i think that, i think that night because also my my nan died on the trip which is a bit difficult just before then if you remember uh i think there's one night we stayed somewhere i couldn't come with you to go to that park to see the tigers oh, um, yeah. because my nan died that's a suddenly so that's pretty difficult so i think that all that emotion came up that third night or third evening i was like i'm done like, i don't want to eat anything don't want to talk to anyone i'm straight in bed and i was knackered like, i just needed that kind of like just leave me alone bit i think even the guy yeah. brought me the, the dinner and just left it by the side i didn't touch it like i was, I was done yeah. but that was the most difficult of all the treks i've done <laughs> that army camp was was it that was the diff that was the, the breaking point i think it was tough, wasn't it? I think we got we got five minutes of sun literally on the whole on the whole trip. So nothing, did we? Just took a picture. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone was happy for five minutes, but um, I remember my um, my shoes gave in. I lost the sole on my um, on my trainer. Yeah, your um, trainers were. <laughs> I, They're not hiking boots, that's for sure. Like I took them to India for a reason. I was meaning to throw them away at the end of the trip. Yeah, they were, they were old shoes, but. They weren't prepared for this um, for this trek. 
and um, we had to we had to go through a little village. I had to like hop to this village and um, get a, ask a little girl to sew them sew them back together again. Oh really? Oh wow! Yeah, okay. it was. Um, yeah, the guide sort of took me to this village, and yeah, this little girl just uh, basically 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 sewed them together for me. <laughs> um, so it was quite handy. Fair. And then, but we got back from that, and we went to that breakfast place like four or five days in a row, didn't we? Remember that breakfast? Oh place? yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, smashed the breakfast. Yeah. It was it hash browns, yeah. tomatoes, eggs, toast? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah, very hilly place though. Even just walking around around the town of, of Darjeeling was was knackering. That's a nightmare um, after a trek, isn't it? Point, yeah, 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 exactly. I think yeah. at this point we we've been in India for like three months already, and I think our yes. fitness was way down. We just we ate a lot of starch and yeah, a lot of, sort of sort of potatoes and rice and rice, yeah. curries and things. Yeah, um, but um, definitely the fitness wasn't there. No, yeah, definitely. Those, Especially after that trek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a a cool place, Darjeeling, but very healing. So yeah, you yeah. do have to bear that in mind. Oh yeah, another place. Because um, I because that was actually towards the end of the at, at the end of our trip, wasn't yeah. it? And um, so I think I left you and Scott there, and I, I went to Calcutta. Oh okay, yeah. Um, so I got the bus down to Calcutta. Yeah. Um, so that was lovely. Actually, went drove through all the tea plantations mm-hmm. you know, on the foothills of Darjeeling. Um, remember, that was such a nice drive as the sun was setting. You're going through all the, you know, all the forest and tea plantations. And that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, then made it made it to Calcutta uh, in a in a few hours, and then actually uh, I was flying out to leave India um, a couple of days after. So I just had uh, a couple of days in Calcutta, but um, yeah to itself was was really nice okay yeah we didn't make it there me and scott i think i had to fly home maybe a week earlier because of the nan spooner and stuff so right yeah, yeah yeah had to go back a little bit earlier i think one or two weeks than previously previously planned and because yeah. india's so cheap isn't it you can actually you can probably extend your trip as long as you want because we weren't yeah, really spending anything spending... on it yeah day to day you're not spending too much you're quite how much do you reckon we spent a day on average no, I can't remember how much hostels were. Um, you think like 20 pounds or something a day? Like 140, 50 quid a week? Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Because I didn't have a big budget and I seemed to come out with some left. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think because we were travelling, three of us, quite often things were split when we like yes. little tuk-tuk yeah. and here and there. And, um, yeah. You know, it was it's always expensive getting a tuk-tuk from your railway from the railway station to where you're staying. Um, True. Do you remember how how crazy that is when you come off a train? Swamped. Yeah. And there's, oh, there's there's three British guys over there. <laughs> yeah. There. They'll pay. They'll pay us fifty quid to take them. Take them hundred <laughs> yards down the road. Yeah. Do you remember um, one time we we got dropped off by a bus, like somewhere outside of town. And I think they all swamped us. But I think Scott had, or I don't know if it's you or Scott, had the Uber app on. So he he would put the route in Uber and you'd get the Uber price. And then they would come with their price for the rickshaw and it's like 200 rupee more. And you're like, hang on a minute. Well, I can get an Uber for like an aircon and a nice car for like way less. And they're getting a bit arsy with us. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, they don't like it when they know that you're onto them. Yes. Yeah. Um, because they they do massively massively try and con you. I mean, um, they're kind of reliant, don't they? Yeah. And they, you know, they're aware that you know a little bit, but I think once you start proving it, yeah, uh, <laughs> then they get a bit. Of, yeah. A bit, um, yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Actually, um, um, it just made me think of uh, Udaipur as well. Do you, do you remember there? Oh, yeah, it's not a touch on Rajasthan. So we, we also done the classic Rajasthan route. So uh, we've done, we done Taj Mahal, classic. Um, yeah, that was that was Agra, wasn't it? Agra, yeah. I don't remember much else, actually. I don't think there's too much else going on in Agra. No, we just went to Taj Mahal and then we got out there. And then we went to Udaipur. And that was like a the Venice of India, right? Yeah, that was beautiful. That that was uh, so nice. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'd go back on what I said earlier about Rishikesh. I'd say Udaipur was was probably my favourite place, and then Rishikesh was probably a close second. Yeah, Udaipur was like white buildings and not as crazy, like a bit more calm. Um, yeah, hostel was pretty decent. It's quite a big hostel. Met a few people there. Just a really nice place to stay, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just yeah, just a really pleasant place to yeah to be really you know to you just to walk around the streets and um little restaurants and bars and mm. like that and it was just um a bit, yeah a bit cleaner the obviously we get a lot of tourism for from i think what, they filmed the james bond movie there didn't they yeah octopussy, octopussy. yeah it's on everywhere isn't it so it's literally all, all yeah. Film, yeah on everywhere yeah um but um yeah that was that was a really cool place yeah, and I think you can go, I don't remember, there's a mountain above Udaipur. You can actually take a trek up there or a tour up there and see the city from above. It's pretty cool to do. We didn't do that, but um, that's a pretty cool thing to do. Okay, okay. It's got a big temple up there, I think, on the edge. It's a temple or a statue up there. Yeah, 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 okay. Overlooks the lake. Yeah, there was um, all, like, all the temples we went to sort of all blurred into one. There's so many nice temples. I remember there was one in particular, but I can't remember where it was mm. uh, or, or which one it was. Um, but yeah, there's so many amazing, amazing temples. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, we, we went to Jaipur and Jodhpur. I think we've done those two cities as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like just saw some forts and had some good food, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Met Kunal as well at Crashpad. Remember him? Yeah, 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 Kunal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was good. He took us to some real, real good, uh, real good spots. Obviously, he's he's a local himself, isn't he? So yeah, um, he knew some um, good places to go. Yeah, yeah. he was always happy. Was happy knowing someone local. I think he actually listens to this podcast. So yeah, hello, Kunal. So oh, yeah, hi good lad. But um, yeah, he showed us around, and him and Scott were quite close as well, weren't they? I think they probably met before. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Because he ran that hostel crash pad, um, which we stayed at, which is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Was and that then, in uh, Jaipur? Or... Yeah, I think it's Jaipur. Yeah. And then that, his, like, I don't know who he was, his assistant would cook us those, like, breakfast meals, like, every morning. He sort of stayed in that little office at the back. Remember that? That guy stayed at the office, like, he slept in there. <laughs> and then he'd bring us breakfast like in the morning. I, I don't remember that, but um, yeah, while, while Kunal like smoked some marijuana on the on the balcony. 
Uh, he had a good life, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, and then we sort of like went around there and went to Dry Salmere, which is where you kind of left us for a bit because me and Scott were going to volunteer there for two weeks at Camel Safari. I remember we had like our last meal and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go south to, to Goa. So you went to yeah. southern Goa, right, to um, the yeah. beaches down there. Yeah, this, yeah, this was only a couple of weeks into our trip. Isn't it? I think we've we've done the yeah um, at the start yeah yeah and um, yeah we sort of parted ways for a couple of weeks didn't we yeah you went um, to Paladin yeah, so, yeah yeah you went down to Goa for um, I guess ten days or two weeks um, yeah. spent sort of five days in the north yeah uh, can't remember the name of the area to be honest but um, really good fun again I can't remember the name of the hostel which is a bit useless but uh, again a sort of great hostel. Mm-hmm. Met some really nice people. Yeah, uh, went to a couple of raves. You know, as you do. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, is, it was really good fun. Um, but you go with the people from you know from your hostel, so you, you meet you meet everyone. And, um, yeah, and um, yeah, you, then you try not to get lost when you're when you're out of these raves and stuff. Otherwise, you, you're never going to find your way back. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but, um, but yeah, then, then then for the last five days. A week went down to Palalem, which was, which was probably about five hours south of. Um, well, it's in the south of Goa. Yeah. So, Goa's Goa's quite big. You're probably about eight hours north to south. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was great. It was really really chilled out. Um, it was just a, just a little beach town. But there's there's lots of little beach towns along, but um, Palalem is probably one of the more popular ones. Mm-hmm. And um, I think even now you could you can rent a beach hut for not a lot at all right you know, a week and you could it's probably one of the places that i've been thinking of would be cool to go to yeah you know in the winter just oh let's just go go out to india and spend a month and just rent a beach hut yeah or live on the beach for a month nice you know um it's it's really not much at all it's probably 10 pound a night if that <laughs> You know, it's incredible. You know, if you're quid, probably you know for the month, and you've got a nice beach hut on the beach. Imagine if you went there, and, like not not adhering to like their budget, but on your own budget. Like let's say you go over a Western budget for holiday into India, you'd be living like an absolute king, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. When you know when we when we've gone, you know you're on a bit of a tight budget, and um, but there are some amazing places. I mean. Again, I can't remember the name of this restaurant, but it was a Greek restaurant in Goa. It was in the north area, and we went on one of the nights that we weren't out having mm. a rave on it. And you see, it was probably still, it's probably one of the best, probably the best restaurant I've ever been to in my life. Um, it was a Greek restaurant on the top of this cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and you, you didn't feel like you were in India at all. You felt like you were in, in Greece. Yeah. And food was amazing. The place was just, it was it was really expensive for india but yeah probably just the same price as, as just the normal everyday london restaurant i guess mm-hmm. um but um but yeah if, if anyone's ever in goa just um uh, go to the greek restaurant if you ask anyone about a greek restaurant they'll they'll know which one okay they'll know which one <laughs> um but uh yeah so that, that was that was really cool but um but yeah, Palalem in general was really good. Um, you could easily go there on a holiday budget. Yeah. Um, go there for a couple of weeks or a month and you could just you could just relax. Yeah. Um, it's big into yoga actually down there. 
there's a lot of yoga schools so okay. a lot of people go there for a month or two at a time and just um, just go to these uh, yoga retreats mm -hmm. so what about um do you think if you had to go back you'd go more to the south again or do you think you'd go like further north um the only part of the south that i went to was goa yeah for those couple of weeks um i had previously gone to sri lanka oh yeah yeah um as we'll get to that in a bit because obviously i was in maldives yeah before so it was just a short flight so i went to sri lanka a couple of times um i think the south of india is obviously a little bit more like sri lanka yes of course um, yeah. a bit more seafood curries yeah, instead of okay yeah curries. yeah yeah um but i think yeah every, imagine it to be a little bit more a bit more um a bit more relaxed but relaxed maybe also it's going to be a bit more humid isn't it down in the south yeah so it's going to get it's going to get hot isn't it india is already quite a sticky place <laughs> um, yeah the heat is, is something else isn't it so, yeah. <laughs> smashing a coke but, every day glass bottle coke you have to it's <laughs> <laughs> a dream you keep those electrolytes up and, <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> um but um yeah some of the food was incredible though isn't it in india like yeah what was uh, your favorite mine's ali gobi and doses i think number two ali 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 gobi ali gobi yeah ali uh, gobi. cauliflower and potato curry yeah 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 i thought that's what it was yeah um yeah masala doses oh, brilliant. Um, brilliant. those those thalis we had um were great as well. Oh yeah, 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 unbelievable dish. Yeah, but I've tried to source out um, a good place in well, in the UK, well, here in Brighton and in, in London when I was there. Yeah, but they don't do the refills. Um, what? That's our point of it. <laughs> exactly. I'm not having that. We just <laughs> um, we actually walked past one today, and I thought, oh, yeah, that'd be quite good. So I looked at the menu, and it was um, well, they had a few different variations, but yeah, started started at twelve quid, and you know. 12, 12 to 14 pounds Disgrace. for Kotali. So it's just a couple of bits of naan bread and then different curries and, um, yeah. you know, lentil dishes and things like that. But um, at least in India, you know, it's it's a refill. It's, you know, it's cheap, isn't it? Was it two pounds or something? Yeah, one or two pounds. And just ask for more until you're done. They just, they just come and they're just constantly topping it up. Incredible. Um, I mean. Although you do have to pay for toilet paper in India. True. And I think you need it. I need it. Yeah, that's where the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I were you with us in Mount Abu? Uh um, when I was sick for like three or four, two or three days. No. No, I don't think you were there at that point. Maybe yeah. this is when you were in Goa, but yeah, I was in bed for two or three days. I was just sick at both ends. Um was this was this when you were in Jazz on there? It was after, I think. I must have been with you then. We, I feel like you were there. Tomorrow, didn't we? And then yeah, Mount Abu was like that lake in the and it's like mountain resort type place and hostel was in the hills. It wasn't really much going on, but it's just a nice place to chill out. But yeah, I must have been with you, but uh, I, I'm struggling to re to remember. Was it, was it the place we did the tiger safari? No. That was somewhere else. That's a bit later on. Yeah. Um, um, well, it, if it was literally just after Jazz on it, was it after we did the Desert Safari? 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling with timeline here when the Mount Abbey was because I didn't do much because I was in bed. But um, the point was that I was, yeah, my belly was gone. Uh, I was, couldn't eat anything for days. And the first thing I ate was like an ice cream because um, it's quite decent weather there. Yeah, it yeah, must have been. On a different level. Yeah, I, I can't really remember the timings of it. I feel like me, you, and Scott did share a room. So, yeah. yeah I think uh, we all had one occasion of it. I think, yeah, you've got to accept that you are going to, yeah, get that sort of treatment, unfortunately. Yeah, you are risking it every every meal you have, aren't you, really? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you eat meat, 100%. Um, What's that, sorry? If you eat meat, you're going to risk it a little bit. But if you have vegetables only, it's less risk, which at that time yeah. I was eating veg curries. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think everyone's... Um, Everyone's quite put off the meat over there, and unless you, unless you go to you know certain places where you feel a bit more comfortable, but um, yeah, your general, your general, um, you know, food stop is um, normally you go for vegetarian, don't you, or potato like sort of yeah. salad doses and things. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The food was incredible. Um, one of my favourite in the world, and so cheap. So oh, yeah. yeah, big fan of that. The corridor. Yes, on the train rides to get the, some pakora in for the ah, lengthy sure. train rides for 50 miles down the road, which takes like three hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the masala chais. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of masala chais you get you used to get the train station. Yeah. Oh. The train the train network is incredible, isn't it? It's slow, but it gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's cheap. I did take a first class journey once. Actually, I'm not sure if you and Scott were there. No. I took first class. Um, was it wasn't like... that much, it was a little bit more expensive, but it was it was still obviously cheap. Yeah. Um, um, but no, it was great actually. Um, you actually got a proper bed and a proper um, proper meal with a, you know with with cutlery and a napkin and everything. It was wow. Like, Were you on your own in the room? Uh, no, there was another. I think there might have even been a couple there actually because it was a four bed it was a four bed um what do you call them? but um yeah so there was there was a bed free and then there was me on one side and then there was there, i think there was a couple like an older mm. couple on the other side oh, okay um but it was good yeah it was just because the some of the some of the journeys we went on when we we're in the the regular class mm. it was um yeah, it was okay, wasn't it? it was, we, we yeah, I no complaints. It got you there cheap, sort of got a bit of sleep and had an Indian SIM card, so I got on the internet if I needed to browse or whatever. So, yeah, 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 yeah. no complaints, really. You just didn't want to have a dodgy stomach while you're oh. on, on the train. <laughs> no, you didn't. I think I did that once, one time on there. Had to keep going. Oh, um, that was just, just, it was just not the place you wanted to. No, swaying side to side, hole in there. In the in the bottom of the train, I don't know where that where that shit went, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. grim, wasn't it? it was absolutely a bit, a bit earthy. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, all in all, it was a great it was a great trip. Um, so like so unique, someone like anywhere else in the world. Yeah, uh, India in general. Um, yeah, let's talk about um, sort of geographically. You went down to the Maldives to to work for a bit, which I've not met anyone else ever do that so you're into golf you're a golf, golf pro can i say that 
don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've still got the status actually, but yeah, I used to I used to work in it. I used to work in golf, and um, yeah, at that particular time, I was um, I was teaching and basically looking at looking or overseeing the operation. There was a there was a little golf course there, and it was yeah. in a driving range on one of the resorts. Yeah. More these, and this was back in 2010. So, um, it was actually just after I'd come back from a trip with my brother, yeah, a little round the world trip that we may speak about afterwards. But, um, yeah, this was sort of towards the end of 2010. I went out to Maldives, I had a job, and um, yeah, it was it was incredible, really. It was, um, obviously working on a, on a resort island, yeah. Um, you know, what was the island called? Uh, Kuredu. Kuredu, okay. Kuredu. Yeah. It, it's one of the bigger islands. I mean, in the Maldives, I mean, there's, there's got to be hundreds of resorts. I mean, I don't know, maybe even around 800 resorts. In the Maldives. Oh, wow. There is, there is a fair few. Um, but this is, this was one of the bigger islands and you could probably walk around the island in um, probably 45 minutes it would take you to walk around the outside. Yeah. Um, it's got some Google images that looks incredible. Yeah, typically you'd have about 800 guests so you know on the island at any one time. Yeah. So it was one of the bigger islands because there are there are some islands that you just have about 10 guests. Yeah. Um super exclusive ones but um but yeah, I mean all in all it was it was such a good experience. You you're basically on an extended holiday. You still have to work but it's very slow paced quite you know it's very relaxed and and um but you still had full reins to use the resort as if you were a as if you were a guest really yeah did you just like teach people golf like that was your yeah. job or did you i don't know arrange no. people to play golf and stuff like that no i was mainly more overseeing literally overseeing the operation really um okay. so there was um there was a few people that worked on on the golf um Based on the golf course and and in the and in the in, in the shop, um, so I would, I'd, I'd just basically just used to oversee, basically oversee the operation really. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was just a matter of sort of going in, checking everything was okay, um, you know, doing a few emails, yeah, um, more just interacting with the guests as well. Okay. So that was that was mainly that would be sort of mainly the role, and um, yeah, it was. See you on a see you on a paradise island. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yeah, yes, and um, you know you're getting paid as well. So, so it was it, it was it was brilliant, really. Were you able to like? Were, were you working full time, or did you have that time to explore? Maybe the island. I know the island's quite small, but was there time to explore the Maldives as well? Yeah. Well, what the deal was, um, we'd work. I think five days, well, contract, contractually, we'd work yeah. five days a week. Um, but everyone, everyone just worked every day they're on the island. And then they would save their two days off a week and add it onto their already 26 days a year holiday. So you'd have an extra, say it's 52 weeks, you'd have an extra 104 days on top of your 26. Oh, so they literally just worked every day. Yeah. And then yes, you, save them for later. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. because it's, it's so, well, it's quite relaxing work. It's not, it's not the nine to five stuck in an office. 
or the eighth yeah. or sixth or whatever. Um, you know, you're you know you're going in for an hour. You you know you're playing a bit of golf. You're having a you're having you're having a drink with the guests. Sort of then you know that's that's work. You, you get paid for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. Unreal. Um, but yeah, and we and we still we were still able to go and visit other resorts. Yeah, and you could get you get staff discount. You get mm-hmm. quite a quite a good chunky discount on going to stay at another resort. So if you want to go, oh, let's go to the Hilton, for instance. Or, um, you know, you'd you'd get it almost seventy five percent off. Jesus. Um, so we yeah. like, oh, let's, let's go there for three nights and go and stay in a water villa. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was good. It was a good package. The salary was okay, but you're just you're not spending anything yeah what do you spend there though yeah literally everything is done for you and there's no there's no sort of personal work there's no sort of you don't have to pay any bills you don't have to Mm. you don't have to do your washing you know all that's taken care of you leave your dirty clothes literally just in a bag outside your outside your your room wow outside your villa yeah and um you know they're all you know you, you come back later in the day they're all nicely folded and and clean for you, you know, so there's, <laughs> there's none of that to do. So there's there's no cooking either. It's everything is just so you get like all meals on site, all drinks on site, everything, everything. Wow. Everything. Yeah, you are so, like essentially all inclusive. Yeah, yeah, but you're just working, so you get money for yeah. it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was yeah, it was such a good experience, and also there was there was um, there was there was a scuba diving there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And on the resort, there was the resort had probably the biggest dive center in the Maldives. Okay, yeah. Um, so if you're into scuba diving, which is such a great place to go to, the visibility is amazing. Yeah, um, which are amazing. The coral reefs, amazing. Um, so I did quite a bit of quite a bit of diving mm-hmm. as well. So um, so again, that was. You, know, you didn't really have to pay for that either. You could just, um, you know, if you woke up one day and you just felt like, oh, I felt like going scuba diving today. You know, you just book in for the, you book in for the, you know, the, like the 2 p.m. dive. You walk five minutes to the dive centre and, and off you go. You know, it's that I'm real. So it was, it was incredible, really, to be honest, to spend two years in such a, such such a beautiful place did you manage to like to what budget save some money doing that job as well yeah i saved pretty much everything yeah to be so, honest um, and then you saved all your vacation days until the end right yeah yeah i mean when you're over there um you do miss home a little bit and sort of miss family and you want to you end up you end up spending most of your vacation just coming home you yeah come home for three weeks instead of two weeks you know, just because you've got more time but yeah um but i did i did um do a couple of trips to sri lanka yeah as well because it was so close mm-hmm. um so that was good but apart from that i didn't actually really go anywhere else on holiday obviously i was all beached out anyway and i was quite happy just to yeah imagine go cold and gray like the uk <laughs> that was quite refreshing to come yeah, yeah yeah um but um, but then it was always great to obviously obviously to go back to you know to the Maldives after you know after a holiday, um, yeah. And you you, wouldn't, you would never get bored of it. 
you do a little bit, I guess, because even if you're on holiday, you after a couple of weeks, you probably feel like you're ready for home. Mm. But that, that was the only aspect of it. There was always a little bit of that in the mind, but um, it's such a beautiful place. You, you know, you, you walk back from a bar in the evening. Yeah. Um, all the lanterns are on in the palm trees, and oh. you know, like the plankton's all glistening in the in the shoreline. Yeah, the, the stars are out. You can see the Milky Way every night. You're in the middle of the Indian Ocean. It's, it's, wow. It's, yeah, it's paradise. Yeah. Were you there for any like um, bad weather experiences? Like I don't know, typhoons or cyclones or anything like that. Um, I'm trying to think. There wasn't. Um, there was heavy rain. I mean, you sort of get wet season. Uh, yeah. June and July. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where it just gets slightly more humid, but it's 30 degrees all year round. Yeah. Um, but you just you just get a couple of days. Well, you'll get maybe a couple of days in a row where it will just rain. Yeah. Fair but enough. then I don't think the wet season as wet season is as consistent as it used to be. Okay. Global warming that's a little bit more hit and miss now. That must be a dream day if it's raining for you working because those guys are not on the golf course, are they? Must be a yeah, free day. But when the sun's out, it's too hot. So they don't come either. <laughs> so <did> you, <laughs> was anything going on at this golf course or just... <laughs> well, it, they're quite sleepy in the morning, obviously, because everyone's on holiday and they don't get up until 10, 11 o'clock. And then all of a sudden it gets too hot at 11 o'clock. So um, people are on the beach and doing things. But, but it mainly starts around um, around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's when you get it. starts to get a bit busier. And then the course is floodlit as well. So... Uh, okay. Uh, it goes on till about nine in the evening, but we had a sports bar in the yeah in the bar. So crucial. It was, our, it was our um responsibility to put all the all the all the late all, all the all the live football games on. Oh yeah, yeah. So obviously I have to be there for that and check. Oh yeah, check crucial. The, check the TV was working. Okay, the connection was good. It's the base of um, entire culture. Football has to be on. <laughs> but no, back to the uh, back to the bad weather. Actually, we did have um. Do you remember when the uh, tsunami hit in, uh, in Japan? Yeah. So not the 2004 one in um, in Thailand. Um, it, this uh, this was in 2000, I think maybe 2011. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, so so that was while I was there, and um, so we were a little bit concerned when when that hit because it was it was all over the news and we were thinking, all right, you know, um, we're going to get a tsunami here. So. So I had to move all my luggage on top of the, you know, and all my top shelves and stuff, mm. all my electronics and things. And um, and um, yeah, we were just sort of watching the news really, but um, nothing too much, nothing too bad happened. But but the tide went out about sort of two hundred meters, so we had to take all of the boats off because the way the Maldives is, it's um, it's really low line. Mm. And um, and the water is very shallow. It's probably two meet, you know, probably up to about two meters deep. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Probably, oh, actually no, but it's very very shallow for for a good two hundred yards or yeah. two hundred meters, right? And then it just drops off a cliff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Deep deep. Um, so we have to move all the boats out out to the out to the deep part. So when the tide goes out, it all obviously goes off the cliff a little bit yeah um and then obviously when the tsunami comes in it sort of hits the cliff and then it, it but it didn't actually really do anything um but from the 2004 tsunami we heard we heard stories that it did actually wash over the island but nobody got injured or anything it just 
it was wow. sort of anchor type. Um, but this one, the tide went out and then it just came back in. But um, that was the only sort of occasion where it was a bit like, ooh. Because um, you do feel quite vulnerable. You're in the middle of the ocean on such a low line. Low level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like the highest point of the Maldives, literally three meters. Um, and it was actually it was actually a tee box on the golf course that, that, that was there. Um, so I mean, it's it's incredible. So yeah. Um, but um, no, other than that, no, it was uh, it was a great experience, and um, yeah, it really um, gave me the um, um, sort of got the juices going for sort of more more traveling. Really. Yeah, yeah, it's like a dream dream travel situation bit, bit of work on an island uh all inclusive uh yeah it was incredible and the only reason i left there was i think well there's probably more to life than just the island maybe yeah. i should i should do something else now but uh i went from one extreme to the other actually i went straight to china after that yeah you went to hong kong right yeah well i went to china first mm-hmm. um which was completely the opposite from all these <laughs> really. yeah um <laughs> it was mainland china it was actually just north of shenzhen okay which is in the south of china yeah um but yeah that was a real shock to the system actually after spending two two years in the maldives yeah um it was a good job but it didn't quite work out um I same sort of me. job same like golf course type job um it, it this was uh, this was purely teaching oh, okay Right. So there was no sort of operational element to it. It was just yeah. purely teaching. Um, and um, um, yeah, so I'm, I only stayed there for about three months in the end. Um, didn't really like the actual, um, well, the job as such. Mm-hmm. Wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. And um, yeah, I left after three months, basically. But, but I'd still rented um, a flat there. Okay. I still had a few more months to run, so I just so I just stayed there really yeah. and just enjoyed enjoyed a little bit of China. Although I didn't really travel outside of the area I was. Okay. Um, it's such a big country, and um, huge. I'm, I'm, I'd like to go back actually, and I, I imagine it would be a little bit like India in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely on the list to go back to, but at, at the time I was I was more looking at trying to figure out the next step. Yeah. Really, I was um, I was just trying to rest and um, yeah, basically plan plan the next step, which 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 came quite quickly in um, in Hong Kong actually. Yeah. So so I moved down down to Hong Kong, um, and then um, and then started a started a job down there, and I was in Hong Kong for about two and a half years. Yeah, and how's golf uh, golf teaching golf as well? Again, that was again that was golf. It was back to the more operational. Oh, okay. Salary yeah. based with uh, with additional teaching. Yeah. Um, it was more of an employed role, whereas China was more sort of self employed, and you were left to your own. Um, and there wasn't enough. And there wasn't enough work really to sort of warrant it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to warrant the job. Um, but but Hong Kong was was incredible. It was it was an amazing place. Um, for anyone that's ever been to Hong Kong, you know, I don't think anyone doesn't like Hong Kong. Mm. Um, have you expensive? No, uh, no. But um, okay, well, it's a must. It's a must no, do. Is it like in a weird way, like Sydney, where it's like the the nature around the city? Is it like that? Yeah, yeah. It's very green, very, very sort of tropical. 
Mm. Um, I guess it's a little bit, a little bit like Rio de Janeiro in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just, just the sort of the jungle, just, just, just the greenery around, mm. around the city. Um, you know, and the mountains and the, you know, um, but the city's amazing. The city's very, um, very sort of high tech. A little bit, a little bit like a Tokyo in a way. Yeah. Um, obviously very financial. Um, there's a big expat community yeah, uh, down, Hong Kong, down Hong Kong Island. Um, the only negative about my job is I was actually I wasn't on I wasn't really based on the island. I was based in the New Territories, which is in the north. Oh, okay. I was in uh, I was in sort of deep Hong Kong. New, I don't know much about Hong Kong's New Territories. So okay, so was that different to the islands then? Yeah, well, you've got you've got the main island. I mean, there's there's quite a few different islands in in the south. Um, but you've got the main Hong Kong island, which is what you see uh, when you see pictures of Hong Kong City, and you see all the you see all the tall built, you know, the tall um, skyscrapers. Yeah. You know, um, across the river is um, is basically the start of the new territories. Is the okay. start of the mainland, which is which is the mainland of China. Right. Right, so then, and then Hong. If you were to drive from from the water's edge, basically to the border, you've got probably an hour, mm-hmm. um, sort of distance-wise. Um, and then Shenzhen borders with with Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so yeah, I used to I used to teach um, teach golf down the island for two nights a week, mm-hmm. um, and then um, and then the rest of the time I was um, I was working. Uh, in the new territories, which is say like an hour north of this north of the island. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, like days off and things like that, we'd always spend down on the island. Um, there's always things going on. Um, the horse racing, for example, every Wednesday night. It's quite uh, big, isn't it, down there? Sorry. Quite big, isn't it? The horse racing. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can never get a taxi when there's a horse race going. <laughs> okay. So, everyone everyone watches it yeah yeah um and the government have got a monopoly on the on the betting as well oh, okay so it's all it's all um it's all fixed <laughs> we've, got it all, we've got it all wrapped up yeah. <laughs> so as that's, usual. That's, um, and that's why there's that's why there's very little tax in hong kong um so i heard and i'd probably believe it but because uh, of the horse racing or yeah, I think they must make so much money from from the from the you know, from the horse racing. All right, is the tax uh, quite low in Hong Kong then for your job? Yeah, 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 it, it, it's very low. Um, it's um, I'm not actually sure what it is officially, mm-hmm. but when I was there, it was no more than ten percent. Oh wow, okay, that's all right. Yeah, and you can deduct your. You know, your accommodation allowance yeah that you know you can you can deduct uh the same way a self-employed person can deduct oh okay their so you're not yeah. necessarily so you don't earn your monthly salary and already have your tax taken off uh, oh right so you get paid it all and then you get paid it all and then at the end of the end of the year you say oh so so what's your net profit mm. so you know so you, you you're effectively you're almost treated like a self-employed. You get the self-employed benefits. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, that was my experience anyway. But um, 
but I was I was I was em employed. Mm -hmm. so, um, but yeah, it's um, um, quite different to the Maldives, I imagine, as a as a job. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot more. It was a lot more fast paced. Yeah, yeah. Lot, actually, had actually had hours to work. <laughs> you, know, you know, you are you are. Oh, there like, they. You know, and it was long hours as well. I mean, yeah. you know, you're in, you know, you're in Asia. You're not in, you're not in the UK. You, you, mm. you, have, you, have, to, you have to work. Um, you know, you can't sulk about your hours or anything like that. You, you've got to sort of, you know, put in the time. Um, but it was good. It was, um, you know, we worked six days a week. That was only that again was a bit of a negative. But um, but I managed to explore. You know the whole of Hong Kong really met some, oh, yeah. met some great people. There's still people there that are living there now. Yeah. Um, you know the money's great, um, and um, living costs. You know you still got the Asian living costs as well, which are very low. Oh, okay, um, that's that's a bonus. Although rent itself in in Hong Kong is quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but the living costs can be as cheap as you want because at the end of the day you are in. You're in Asia. You've got Seven Elevens. Yeah, know. street food, I guess, as well. You've got street food. You've got everything. You know, so so you can live as cheap as you want. Did but, you um, like, in terms of food and stuff? Did you cook or just eat out cheap places all the time? Um, no, a bit of both. A bit of both. I had, um, 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 yeah, a bit of both. To be honest, mm. yeah, I had some really good street food. Um, so down the island was you know was great so those little spots there were some really good restaurants um you know it's very it was it, it was very trendy on the island yeah um whereas when you go up into the new territories um the restaurants are more local um they're much cheaper mm. you know you, you get more local dishes yeah uh, more sort of you know sort of traditional sort of chinese hong kong food mm -hmm. um but it was, you know, it was it was great. It was this this really nice areas, really nice other other islands as well. Um, off the top of my head, I I'm struggling to name a few. Lama uh, Island, did you go there? Yeah, Lama Island, and that's no. where the airport is. Oh, okay, there's, right. There's a few good hikes to do. Yeah. Well, there's Lama. Actually, no, sorry, I'm thinking of Lantau Island. Oh, okay. I can't remember which 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 the airport is on. Um, but um, but yeah. There's there's lots of good islands. Even on the main Hong Kong island, the south part of the island is really nice. Yeah, some yeah. really nice uh, spots, really nice sort of seafood restaurants, and little, it's a really nice little hidden hidden spot. Yeah, it's just all those little islands right around it, and actually on the main bit, actually a pretty cool place to go and explore for a few weeks, I imagine. Um, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. It's on my, it's on my list, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong itself is um, is such a it, it, such a sort of fun city to be in, um, and it's easy to get around as well because you sort of geographically you've got the, you've got the water obviously in the middle, and you've got you've got the Hong Kong Island side, which is um, obviously it's all the financial districts, and then mm -hmm. you've got the you've got the mountain behind you, so yeah. you're so you know between the mountain and the and the water, everything's everything's on. It's only one train line that goes mm -hmm. across. Yeah, so Hong Kong sounds pretty decent, a bit different to the Maldives. So, 
yeah, well, chalk yeah, and was, cheese were the sounds of it in terms of like culture and lifestyle and yeah just a bit different right yeah it was um yeah such a good city though hong kong and um see maldives was was great for other reasons but they're both um both both top places to nice one to, yeah. okay we're going to do some travel questions so these are random questions of your favorite things it's travel question time that you've maybe seen done or eaten maybe or drunk um so yeah they're, they're going to be they're supposed to be quick fire so oh quick fire questions again yeah yeah, yeah. You just whatever comes to mind that's your favorite right first question is and i think i know the answer what it should be anyway where is your favorite beach that you've been to obviously i want to say the maldives don't i know but um i'm trying to think if there was any others uh well, it's a, it's a quick fire question. Nothing, nothing else comes to mind, so I'm going to go to Maldives. Maldives, yeah, it has to be. Uh, this would be a good question. Um, I've got your favourite oh, coffee. Oh, actually, sorry, couldn't I? No, go on, go on. I was going to say Ipanema Beach. Oh, yeah, it's a dream beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ipanema, yeah. Huge, yeah. huge fan. Yeah. Just just for what's going on around you. You know, <laughs> like for pure and yeah. turquoise water, I'd say the Maldives. But yeah, for, for like a fun beach, yeah, Ipanema Beach all day long. Yeah, love that. Okay, next question is your favourite coffee. So you can name a, a brand or a city that you just love to go and drink coffee in. Um, well, it's going to be Melbourne coffee, isn't it? Yeah. Melbourne yeah. coffee. I mean, like St. Ali, even just what, what we said earlier, that was that was great. And yeah, uh, I'm sure there was a couple of other similar ones, but uh, yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne's a place. Okay, nice one. This is a bit difficult, this one. Your favourite city that you've been to? Favorite city that I've been to? Yeah. Um, I like Barcelona. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Just throw, throw a little European banner in the works. Yeah. Um, favorite trek or walk or hike? Oh, hike. Um... Not the single either. Yeah, I suppose I've got to say that one. Mate. That's, that's definitely the longest. It's the longest one, right? Yeah. Yeah, single either. Okay, fair enough. It was actually a good, a really good walk um, in Positano in Italy. Oh, Positano! Um, oh, dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot what it's called now. Um, could even be like Walk of the Gods or something. Okay. Um, but that that was very nice. Just. Just for the scenery, because you're walking, you're walking quite high up along the, you know, along the coastal edge, and you can you can see all the little, see all the little villages below. Fair, nice. Um, so. Okay, what is? Oh, this is a bit. This is another difficult one. Your favourite country that you've uh, travelled to? Mm. Um. Um. Ooh, that is well. I'd, I'd probably say I'd probably say Japan. Yeah, that's. Definitely one of my top three, hundred percent. Yeah. What is your um? Just a side note here. What is your travel count? How many countries have you been to? Do you know? Oh. Like, what do you what do you reckon you're at? Um. Oh. Um. Oh, I don't know. I I I I couldn't say. Forty. Forty. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it's forty. Fair enough. It's a lot. 
that's 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 a that's an estimate though that is a, that is a pure <laughs> you have to get the actual amount you have to try and count one day so yeah yeah i will actually yeah. 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 yeah okay your favorite party place <laughs> you're supposed to be quick fire questions i can't I, I can't think that quick um or bangkok let's say yeah it's up there isn't it because that comes to mind isn't it yeah and um and I've been a bit, I've been a bit more off the tourist route actually around there. Um, okay. Yeah. I've got a, got a good friend who lives over there actually. So, so I've, um, I've got a few good nights. Nice. Um, your favourite landmark that, that you've visited? Pardon? Your favourite landmark? Favourite landmark? Um, yeah. Uh, Christ the Redeemer. Yeah. I think I might have said that as mine. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's close to it. 100%. Yeah, I think it's just it's just the view that you get yeah. is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's I love it. Yeah. Um, your favorite country for cuisine or food? Ooh. Um, tough one that. That is a tough one. Or oh, Italy. I'd probably say Italy. Oh. Food is food's exception. Italian food. Dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Your favorite activity? Um, like, like a adrenaline Russian one or just a, something you do um, when you travel? Oh, um, I'd say the bungee jump actually in New Zealand was, um, yeah, was, 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 was incredible. Um, the Nevis in Queenstown. Yeah. Classic. So just when you mentioned adrenaline, I was thinking, um, obviously it's gotta be that or a skydive. But, yeah, um, mine's a skydive. Yeah. But I think I think all the activities like around Queenstown in New Zealand are all just centered around like the, the adrenaline, um, you know, whether it's bungee jumping, skydiving, canyon swinging or yeah, yeah. Um, white water rafting, anything like that. I mm -hmm. love skiing, actually, but, um, but I would say, yeah, I, th I think the adrenaline you get off of something like a bungee jump is, is sort of far beyond. OK, um, favorite country to live in? Oof, geez. Um, I think about this all like every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's not the UK. <laughs> of course. Um, or it has to be somewhere warm, or I don't know. Um, south of France. Oh, purple. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. And this is a bit random one, like a favourite lake or waterfront view. Oh, we went to um, a couple of years ago, actually, um, probably one of my last trips abroad, really, was to, we went to Milan and we went to Lake Como. Ah, of course. Actually, just north of North Trendy, Milan. very trendy. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, a couple of years ago for my birthday, actually. I don't know. Um, so that 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 rings a bell is that that's um forefront of my mind when it comes to sort of favorite lakes and sort of settings. Okay, I've got two more questions left. Uh the country you would say is the best value for money to travel in. Well, India, isn't it? I think it has to be India, yeah, from, from my experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be yeah, it's gotta be India. Yep. Or other other Asian countries. I actually went to Cambodia um just before our Australia trip. And that was that was good value. Yeah, I think. Okay. One last question is if uh, if you were to advise someone of why they should travel, 
what would you say in a few sentences why they should quit their job and go? It's just the life experience and it's the time you'll never get back. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look back on life, you know, when you put life into perspective, you never, um, you'll never regret um, traveling, but you'll always regret not traveling. Yeah. And I think if you look back on a, on a year that you've done and you've, and you've gone away on a few good trips, you'll always feel quite satisfied on your year. Mm-hmm. But whereas if you haven't really traveled or, um, although people view travel differently, but um, uh, I don't know, for me personally, I would, um, I would just see it as the life experience and I would feel that um, I've spent my life um, um, the way I'd like to spend it, I guess. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think that that sentence is you'll never regret traveling, but you would regret not going. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Um, yeah, next time you come on. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about your uh, sort of Southeast Asia trip back in the day, right? When you're a bit younger. So um, next yeah, episode, we'll, we'll, we'll get your experiences from that on the on record. Yeah, that's where it all began. So yeah, yeah that's definitely. We'll do that yeah, in there. The new year, but um, yeah, it's been great to have you on. Thanks for coming on, appreciate that. Yeah, no, you're welcome. All the best. Yeah, take care. All the best. All the best. Thank you for listening to my Winging It podcast today. You can check out my website, jameshammond.org, for all the links to all the platforms for your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify. There's a contact form on the homepage for you to get in contact for anything you want me to discuss to do with traveling. Don't forget to check out my Instagram page, James Hammond Travel, where I post daily about my last 10 years of travelling, travelling, and more travelling. Finally, please rate the podcast. I really appreciate it if you can rate it, leave some comments, and I'd love to read them. Stay safe, happy listening, happy reading, and be inspired.